now from the studios of ESPN, the game Nashville. This is Rising. The grin on your cut. face right now makes all of this worth it. And Julian Council. I got a date with my 42-inch living room TV. Oh, I thought that was going a completely different what? direction. <laughs> the Technically Foul Podcast. An exclusive feature of thegamenashville.com. Now, here are Buck and Julian. Back by no one's demand but our own for our second hour from our Wholesale Inc. of Mount Juliet Studios here in this beautiful music city of ours. It is Technically Foul, the podcast live as we continue to discuss all things college basketball after the bracket release for the tournament last night. Buck Rising with you, Julian Council across from me. I am pleased to announce that I have filled out the bottom part of the West Regional. I have Houston taking down San Diego State, Michigan beating Montana, Providence upsetting seven seed at Texas A&M, Carolina blowing out Lipscomb, and Carolina beating Providence in the scariest mascot in college basketball, while Houston, Rob Gray, takes down Michigan, Carolina beats Houston. Rob Gray is fantastic, And then I don't even know who Carolina's going to play yet in the Elite Eight, but I have Carolina through to the Final Four. Stay tuned, Nashville. That's what's called a tease. You're welcome. So we have spent the first hour discussing who got screwed in each region, taking out college basketball legends and icons. (laughs) Icons. Can't read. Mocking MTSU and their fan base for being crybabies about not getting in the tournament. I just don't understand. What we have not addressed is the fact that there are eight SEC teams in this bracket. A record. A record for the conference. The SEC did it. They did it. Mike Trangese, former commissioner of the Big East. Oh, my God. Who helped Dave Gabbitt start the Big East. He had to who come. Who is stealing more money than Mike Trangese? Uh, no one. As a consultant. Phil Jackson. <laughs> uh, oh, Kevin Stallings, Kevin by the Stallings. way. Pour one out for the homie, Kevin Stallings. Hashtag Stallball. Nine, nine and a half million? Mm-hmm. Is that right? 9.4. To go 0-18 in the ACC. 0-19 if you count Bring back Kevin Stallings. I know Bryce Drew missed the tournament for the first time in his seven-year, or postseason rather, not the tournament. Missed the postseason for the first time in his seven years as a head coach. Watch your back, Bryce Drew. So yeah. Kevin Stallings. Oh, are you saying is a free agent. Are you saying to bring back Kevin Stallings? I I could not I do not deserve Stallball back to Vandy, apparently. I do not deserve Kevin Stallings. Well, you exclusively reported that uh Kermit Davis was leaving MTSU for Old Miss, did you not? I did not. Jim Dunaway from uh Jocks. Oh, now that the <laughs> microphone is on. Jim Dunaway is the one who reported I, I ta- it. Not Julian Council I, exclusively. I tagged, I tagged his tweet into the article I wrote, so I was I was messing with you. Oh, then. just another example of you lying to me. That's not a lie. That was a joke. So if you've been listening <laughs> There's a difference. If you've been listening through the first hour you know that we play rejoins of moments in the show mostly to expose us for the people that we really are because we try to be transfer or at least who julian is i'm the only one who julian julian's the only one keeping this facade alive and i'm only here because you're terrible you're also the one who makes the rejoin so like they're very slanted audience just letting you know maybe you shouldn't suck so much maybe you should stop making slanted rejoins <laughs> and trying to present me in an awful light speaking of light speaking it's way of too bright presenting here. people in an awful light julian council has been obsessed with florida mm-hmm. all season long not true this is the best way that i can introduce this conversation about the sec julian council's thoughts on florida Julian council but now you have auburn finally starting to separate itself it would seem from the pack. Thanks to Florida, really. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Buck rising. Florida, from the jump, 
at the beginning of the season at the PK 80. <laughs> I remember you telling me Florida is really good. Yeah. Keep an eye on Florida. Yeah, keep Florida is going to be the team to beat in the SEC. Yeah, and then the what does Florida do? They floored man. Disappointed Julian Council, and now Julian is in front of the microphone ready to tear them apart because Florida proved him wrong. Damn, kid. <laughs> this is Technically Foul with Buck Rising and Julian Council. Does that sound slanted to you at all? Yeah, extremely slanted. Because why? <laughs> because, like, I definitely did not say any of those words. Like, you, 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 took, you took chunks of, like, other things I had said yes. and, and mixed them Right there together. I to have make all me say, the time. I in never the world. said any of that. <laughs> you sent me a text no, last Saturday. That's not true. You should stop documenting all of <laughs> these things. Not true. Why are you so reckless and ignorant about the takes that you spew? I don't spew any because takes that aren't the highest form crazy. of validation for Julian Council would be to make it on freezing cold takes because then he's somebody. You sent me a text last. Oh, I've Saturday. already called my shot. <laughs> you sent me a text last Saturday, proclaiming that PK eighty Florida was back. You thought I forgot. I didn't. They I, were back for a half. I don't forget. <laughs> and you said, and you said to me, "quote You were ready to pronounce them national title contenders." End quote. That was two Saturdays ago when they uh, beat Kentucky. And they were back for a half against Arkansas, who also I'm in love with, but also feel very jaded towards because of the way they performed against Remember when Tennessee. you said you were going to trample me during the Open? Yeah. This is my vengeance. Look, I didn't do anything wrong. This was on the heels of them getting three desperately needed wins. They beat Auburn, Alabama, and Kentucky consecutively. Yeah, and they look great. That PK was 80. right after. <laughs> back. Right after they lost to who? Tennessee, uh-huh. Vandy, uh-huh. who am I forgetting? I, don't know. I can't remember. It doesn't matter. They lost three in a row. I, I lost. I blacked so out. So Friday, Julian, Ca- I blacked out. Julian Council is at the SEC tournament in St. Louis. Yeah. And Arkansas upsets the mighty Gators mm-hmm. of formerly of PK eighty fame. Yeah. Best team in the country when they were up by seventeen against Duke. Jalen Barford was fantastic. He had twenty seven points and ten rebounds. And I see this tweet. Come across my timeline. Seriously, stop documenting these things. <laughs> what are you talking about? You you set yourself up for failure. There's no way I tweet. It's like you enjoyed I didn't tweet this. anything out. I'm starting to think you just like the attention, which, in fact, I know you do. At Julian Council on Twitter. Dear Arkansas, I'm ready to overreact. I love Barford. I love Macon. Gafford dunks everything. Win this tournament, and I'm yours. End quote. They didn't win. They got handled with ease by Tennessee on Saturday. (laughs) Let's put all of that aside for one moment and focus on the one thing that has remained consistent. My heart was open. All season long. My heart was open in Arkansas. Your disturbing obsession with a 13-loss Florida team is one of the strangest things I have ever seen. I'm convinced it's for two reasons in particular. One, because they have a player named Keith Stone, and because you are prone to awful, awful jokes. <laughs> which, by Yo, the way... Keith Stone was bowling on Friday. He, didn't Keith Stone have like 22 yeah, points? Yeah, he let him scoring. He was bowling. It still doesn't excuse you. He missed you. one shot. It still doesn't excuse you. No, I came prepared for this. I came prepared. And you are in the tank for Florida because you can relate to Chris Chioza. Because why? I like cheese. <laughs> Memphis because of how madding... Madding? How do you say Maddening. That Maddening. 
Madding, maddening. Come Le- on, Dickie V, spit it out. <laughs> it's unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> How incredibly inconsistent both you and Chris Chios are. Oh, leave him out of here. You have this in common. Leave him. So you can identify with him and you have latched on. Florida is the Julian Council of college basketball. And for that reason, I need them gone no. from my life as quickly as no. possible. I'm officially no. in the tank for whoever wins that playoff game between St. Bonaventure and UCLA. Florida and Julian Council are one. Okay, so it's I, don't, disgusting. I don't think there's anything wrong with one wanting and one being me yearning for the days where Florida was. There are a variety of things of wrong wrong with being you. Okay, well, I just yearn for the days where Florida was up 17 against Duke in the PK80 uh, final in, of the motion bracket. By the way, um, I, they were just they were the Do best. You think team. that's too inside baseball? No, in this case, there were two basketball. brackets. One was the victory bracket, which Michigan State won over North Carolina. The other one was the motion bracket, which Duke came back from 17 down second half when Florida was at the time. Florida was the best team in the country. And I'm just trying to figure out. you saw them put up 100 points on Gonzaga. Yeah, they blew them out. Mm. I'm just trying to understand what happened to that Florida team. What happened? They're maddening. They were inconsistent. Jalen Hudson was knocking down everything. Igor Kulachov, Rice transfer, and best name in the SEC was doing everything. Chris Chioza was the best point guard in the nation, not named Rob Gray. I I don't understand. What happened to him? I just want PK-80 Florida back. Is that too much to ask? Can yes. I get him back for more than just a game or a half? No. I want— You know why? What? Because I, I can't get you to deliver a consistent performance well, on a game-by-game basis. Here's, here's, why should they? Here's some math. You see how annoying it is? Here's some math for you, Dickie V. <laughs> There's 40 minutes in a basketball game. You have to win six games to win an NFC championship. That's 200. What is that now? Sorry. Yeah, 240 minutes, correct? That's 240 minutes. That's all I want out of you, Florida. I want you cutting down the nets in San Antonio. 240 minutes of PK 80 Florida. Let it go. Is it too hard to ask? Is it too hard to ask? Is there anything else like we care about in the SEC? Um, I mean, Tennessee's in. Tennessee's and in. What? I mean, well, I guess the, oh, the conversation is who in the SEC can go furthest. It would probably be Tennessee because I like the draw that they have. Wright State, they should beat them, even though they have some some Benzinger guy who apparently is a good three point shooter. Wright State, then they, Miami's gonna lose to to Loyola Chicago. Hell yeah, they are. And then Cincinnati, give me a break. I'm no. not getting. I'm not picking frauds. I'm not picking Cincinnati to win anything. No. No. Who they play? Who's Cincinnati in play? First round. Georgia State. Georgia State. Ron Hunter. No one celebrates going to the NCAA tournament better than Ron Hunter. He tears his Achilles last time he went. Hero. And the first time he ever went with IUPUI, he literally was a – he was just went full black church on us. <laughs> just runs around, falls under the floor. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You can make that joke. I cannot. I loved it. I loved it. The Holy Ghost <laughs> caught him that day. Caught him that day. Love Ron Hunter. <laughs> But yeah, they're going to be Cincinnati. No, Tennessee has a great chance to get to the Elite Eight, where they'll probably play a team in Virginia, who I'm ready to talk about soon. So, but Alabama, Alabama also the team people are going to talk about, like oh, Colin Sexton, he's going to be able to like carry them to the tournament. Virginia Tech's been upsetting people all year. Yeah, Virginia Tech beat Carolina, Duke, and what? And um, in Virginia, correct. And you think Alabama, Dante Hall, by the way, who's their center, has a concussion. No one knows whether he's going to play on was it Thursday or Friday whenever they play. You're not reporting that exclusively. Uh, I'm not. No, no. But he had a he missed he he had, he got tabletopped when um on the game against A and M or whoever it was, and no, it was against um I don't even remember. Oh, against Auburn. Didn't play on Saturday against Kentucky. He has a concussion. 
We're not, you know, you don't know how long it's going to last, whether he'll play on Friday night or not. If he does not play on Friday, I don't see how they're going to beat Virginia Tech because Colin Sexton can't just do it by himself. So, I don't know. Kentucky, I have them losing to Davidson, not because I think they're going to lose to Davidson. Because they're in the tank for Davidson. Yeah, basically. And Auburn, definitely losing. Auburn. Auburn, I think, has been the most tragic fall from grace because without Anthony Jennings, they're nothing. Oh, my God. Well, Matt, no. 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 What do you mean, no? Market correction. It's not a market. Oh well, they, I mean, the bull. Hey, look, the that's a pretty good job by them to go the entire season without their starting. They power hit a bear market. Their started starting center. They hit a bear market and no. still be the co-champions okay. of the SEC. I'm sorry that you know one that their assistant coach is not really sorry. Just dropping bags. Save your sympathy. <laughs> Save your that's sympathy. That's not my fault. You know what? It's we haven't talked about bag dropping at all. I don't want to talk about backdropping. I want to talk about the dance. All right. We'll do that. We don't know what we're going to do. This tournament's a referendum on Virginia, and we'll explain next right here on Technically Foul. Julian Council. And uh, right now, Rick Pitino is having a press conference in New York. He had it at 3 o'clock. I believe it's over. I'm seeing Matt Norlander tweeted out that Patina said, I feel awful for what has happened. I've run a clean program all my life. Buck rising. And people, exactly. That's people's reaction. <laughs> Which is not. <laughs> Which is absolutely absurd. <laughs> but, but, but hear me out. Hear me out. This is Technically Foul with Buck Rising and Julian Council. In Rick Pitino's defense, he can't see out of his left eye. Oh, I want him back in college basketball so badly. Hey, Georgia fans, get ready. Rick Pitino's <laughs> dropping bags down in Athens. Oh, we Julian actually made the decision for us that we are not going to talk about any bag dropping in college basketball. We are solely focused. They didn't come here for that. On the dance, back here on Technically Foul the Podcast. I don't think they came here for this. Buck Rising, no. They certainly didn't come here for this. They're, people are turning on their car radios and demanding... Slapshot radio or penalty box radio or something. Instead, they get to hear this ear poison. Yeah, well, it's not Wednesday night, folks. We'll get it to you. Paul McCann and Justin Bradford and Dem Boys. Look we'll at you, company back. man. And Dem Boys. Well, look, I listen. I work. I work here. I listen to all these promos all day long. Some things that you don't want stuck in your head just kind of get nailed in there. <laughs> <laughs> but Virginia. Speaking of things <laughs> that I am tired of being nailed into my head. Virginia. The I no, well, Virginia the Virginia style of play is one thing, but this ridiculous narrative that has been going on for about the entire second half of the season, I would say. That there are no great teams in college basketball solely because Virginia has been the number one seed for so long. Yeah. And people do not and I trust me. I understand that it is difficult to appreciate the style of basketball that Virginia plays. Yeah. But Virginia is utterly dominant. I mean, dominant. Like, you, they played North Carolina for the ACC tournament championship mm-hmm, on Sunday. Out. Yeah, I forgot about that. Well, you did you stay for, did you watch the game? Duh. Oh, I didn't know. You skipped, you skipped North Carolina Duke. I did not. I watched it instead of watching Florida and Arkansas. While you were at the SEC tournament? Duh. <laughs> Priorities. I'm glad we sent you to St. Louis to cover the SEC tournament. Well, our boss said I did a good job. <laughs> so that's all that matters, right? Uh, I'm not here for your opinion. Good. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> Virginia, the idea that Virginia is not a great team in the sport of college basketball 
is totally ignorant of the fact of what they're doing on the court. When we started the show talking about the regions and when I said that Virginia, what Virginia is doing defensively is totally unprecedented mm-hmm. in, the his, in the history of college basketball for as long as college basketball has been played. Their adjusted, uh, excuse me, their adjusted def- defensive efficiency, if I can get it out. Yeah, Ken Palm. They are number one overall, 84.4. The next closest is Cincinnati, 86.1. The next closest to them is 91.2. They are by far and away the best defensive team in the country. Mm-hmm. They, How many opponents have they allowed to score more than 50 points? Because I think you can count them on two hands. Well, they haven't allowed a single team to score 70 points this year. Which is, it sounds like a big number in college basketball. Julian was just talking about how he saw Florida put up 100 on Gonzaga during the PK-80. That's a big deal. Now, the the way that they do it is utterly cumbersome and brutal to watch. The pack line defense is the bane of my existence only because Tony Bennett does not coach for Indiana and I cannot root for his teams. They are 351st in adjusted tempo possessions per 40 minutes it is a snail's snail's pace the way that they drag you down into the mud and suffocate you with their style of play but just because it's not pretty to watch just because they're not drilling threes from all over the court people are totally denying the fact not totally denying but they are denying the fact that this is a great college basketball team it's not like tony bennett's doing this with a bunch of Five-star recruits. Uh, Kyle Guy is a five-star recruit. Kyle Guy is. But... McDonald's All-American won a dunk contest. Okay. So people forget that. Um, and DeAndre Hunter is probably going to be a first-round pick in the NBA draft next year. Now, it's funny because, yeah, they, there's that narrative that Virginia doesn't have these talented players. Like two years ago when Malcolm Brogdon that team, which I think is actually better than this Virginia team, mm-hmm. the team that ended up choking in Syracuse, which has kind of led to this narrative that Virginia chokes in the tournament, which is just not necessarily the case. There's one time, um, which I, I want to get to in a minute here, that people, you know, that team I think was better than Virginia. This Virginia team. Now, this Virginia team has probably had the best defense I've maybe ever seen. And they, what, they won 17 games in the ACC, which is a record. In the, in the history of the ACC, think about all the great Duke, Carolina, NC State teams that have come through the ACC. This Virginia Say team. Say it for the people again. What, 17 and 1. Yeah. 17 and 1, and then went on. So they're really 20 and For one. reference, Kevin Stallings went 0 and 18. Yeah. They really went, they won 20 <laughs> games against the ACC this year. They went 20 and 1 against their <sighs> league in major college basketball. That doesn't happen. And to be as dominant as they have been, not to allow 70 points all year long to a single team, this has been a great Virginia team. Now, I don't think they're better than the team two years ago, and this narrative that Virginia chokes in the tournament just isn't true. Like they all Tony Bennett does is win. What they, what, like, what's happened in a couple of years? Like, Virginia. Has been a top, I've been a, I think they were one seed one year with Joe Harrison and Kill Mitchell. Yeah, they go to the Sweet Sixteen and lose to Michigan State, who was like a, what a four seed. That sounds they, right. I yeah, can't they lose remember. to the Madison Square Garden. What's the shame in losing to Michigan State? Nothing. One seeds lose to Michigan. Well, unless I mean everybody but you seems to think Tom Izzo is a good coach in March. He's a fine coach. I'm just January, last, February. Last time I checked, the Final Four is in April, and the last time I checked, Tom Izzo hasn't won national championship since 2000. <laughs> So all I'm saying is if Tom Izzo were Carolina Blue and was coaching back in the 70s, they'd be hanging him in effigy like they did to Dean Smith. So I, I'm, no, I'm just saying that's what that's <laughs> what? that's what happened with Dean Smith. Like he's like Tom Izzo 
is Dean is Dean Smith reincarnated except he's not as a good coach and he doesn't win in the Final Four? Like people always said, Dean couldn't win the big one. Tom Izzo's only done it one time, and we and we give him all this praise. But what I'm getting at is that they've lost to Michigan State twice. One time they were like a two seed loss to Michigan State. It was like a ten seed in Charlotte. The Michigan State team also went on to the Final Four. So God, oh my God, sorry for losing to a team that went to the Final Four. I, it just it's ridiculous. Last year they weren't a good team. They they got blown up by Florida. The only time Virginia's ever kind of been a top seed and choked was two years ago when Malcolm Brown and that team were top 10 in both offense and defensive efficiency and blew, what, a 16-point second-half lead to Syracuse up yes. in Chicago. That is That, was, that was choking. Losing to Michigan State twice was not. Particularly Michigan State teams, I think that both went to the Final Four. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, no, UConn went to the Final Four that one year. UConn did beat the one year in Madison Square Garden. UConn beat Michigan State, but an Elite Eight team and then another team that was a Final Four team. R.I.P. Kevin What's Holly. What's wrong with that? So I, I'm just getting kind of tired of it. People no, say, it's lazy. And their pace, yeah, playing at the slowest tempo in college basketball can leave you susceptible to you know losing. But people forget how good this team offensively is. Like 21st is not as good as the team was two years ago, but that defense is phenomenal. And watching that Carolina game, and it's just they're yo-yoing the entire time. Carolina gets is down by seven, and they pull, they tie it or pull within one. Then Virginia goes on another run because their their guards and Devin Hall and Kyle Guy. And um, I forget the other guy's name right now, but they the way they can shoot the basketball and the way that they screen and make you play defense and where you're trying to cheat and beat those screens is just frustrating. So they're it's uh, more they're, than frustrating. They're, they're great offensively, and they are phenomenal defensively, the best defensively I've seen maybe ever in my time watching college basketball. No, so it literally is the best team. defensive team that we've seen. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I just get I get I'm sick and tired. Of it. I'm, I'm just tired of it. And the idea, I mean, and this term is a referendum in Virginia. If they go out there and they lose to Arizona or they lose to whoever, people are like, oh, see, Virginia can't win the tournament. Yeah, God. They lost to Arizona that has the number one overall pick in the NBA draft and a team that won the Pac-12 regular season and tournament. Just like just like what Virginia did. They won their conference regular season and tournament. But, man, God, they better hey, – they, they lose to Arizona. They're not any good, apparently. Yeah. Also, I keep looking here, and they, they're, they have these schools that are listed off. For the um, who playing in the women's and men's tournament, and they keep saying notable alumni. So I'm trying. I'm curious if Elon will have me up there. Think that's possible? Think you think I might be up there? I almost didn't do the show today because I wasn't feeling well, and the only thing that could possibly make me feel worse is to see Julian Council. I don't know who else come they across put there. the scroll. Me neither. <laughs> who else went to Elon? <laughs> The only thing that could make me feel worse than sitting in an enclosed space with you for two hours while you scream about Dickie V in Virginia mm-hmm. is to see your name come across the scroll on ESPN as a notable Elon Phoenix alumni. It's only a matter of time. The Phoenix Rosses. If we're being honest, it's only a matter of time. Can we give some of these people these upsets? Is that what you want to do? What do really? you want to do? What do you want to do? There's plenty of other stuff to talk about that's well, more interesting than upsets. Okay, what? Like what? No, no, no. Go, do it. Do what you want to do. <laughs> no, see, you, if it, see if it makes for good radio. No, go ahead. No, you go, go ahead. No, no, no. It's too late. Well, we got to go to break. So I'm asking you. All right. What are you going to tease? Julian Council's upsets on the other side. You're listening to <laughs> Technically Foul, the podcast on ESPN 102.5 The Game. Rising. Well, let me just say this real quick. It's going to be so bad. And by real quick, I mean, give me five minutes here. No, you don't have. You listen. Not only did you get to power rank, you got to take and power rank. 
You have exhausted any goodwill that I have today. Julian Council. I didn't so, power rank anything. You did. Number one, number two, number three. My friend, rank. those are power rankings. Those are my three takeaways. No. <laughs> you power ranked your takeaway. This is Technically Foul with Bug Rising and Julian Council. Song. How <laughs> did you pick this? Yeah, you don't like Big Gigantic? No, I don't like whatever this is. Where's Jay Z? <laughs> I told you all I wanted was what do you want? The story of OJ? Nobody can't listen. This isn't about you. OJ apparently hypothetically did it. What isn't there some special on Fox right We're now? We're speaking of hypotheticals though. Uh-huh. Hypothetically, this is what happened if he did kill her. Like it's just like the book, except hypothetically. Hypothetically, Julian. <laughs> Well done, Kirk. <laughs> Hypothetically, Julian Council, that rejoin is about as appropriate as any could be at this point because Julian Council has maybe, I don't know, I'll give you two minutes. Two minutes? For your upsets. Starting in the East region. Stop yelling. The St. Bonaventure Bonnies out of UCLA. Oleans, New York. We'll place off against UCLA Bruins tomorrow. 10-time or 11-time now champion or something like that. They're going to be UCLA. And you know what? Something that you want, Buck, the death of Florida. I'm not. <laughs> Here's two names. Only because I, I don't have to hear about them anymore this season. I'm, do, I'm done with you and I'm done with Florida. Well, I'm clinging on to the Bonnies here. Oh. Jalen Adams, Matt Mobley. Matt Mobley, by the way, hit nine threes. In the quarterfinal game on Friday for mm-hmm. the Bonnies in the 8-10 tournament. That's the best guard duo you never heard of, folks. I'm telling you right now, the Bonnies are going to no, no, not the second round. Not the Sweet 16. The Elite Eight. Don't look at me like that. The Elite Eight. That's so disgusting. The Elite Eight. Get out of here with your side eye. The Elite Eight. Boston. H- HR. But look, Boston. <laughs> Bonnie takeover in Boston, folks. Bonnie, also Midwest, calls Charleston, Auburn. I can't tell you how little I care about this. Auburn not playing good basketball. It's Because they have like, what, seven scholarship players? They're all very short. (laughs) But you know who's a grown man? You know who's a grown man? Uh, You're going to tell me anyway. Jarrell Brantley from the College of Charleston. Stop yelling. 6'7", grown Lord, beef of a man. Lord. Going to absolutely decimate. I mean decimate Auburn down there in San Diego. And then you know they're going to get next? Clemson. You're coming up on your allotted two minutes. They're going to get Clemson. <laughs> the, the Palmetto State. I really wish you would stop looking at me. The Palmetto State. I'm made hugely uncomfortable. The Palmetto State is up for here. grabs when calls to Charleston and, and Clemson play. <laughs> Kyle to Charleston. Sweet 16. Uh, Bucket. You know what I'd rather talk about? UNC Greensboro. <laughs> Wes Miller, the next coach of the University of North Carolina Chapel Hill. You heard it here first. Going to upset the Zags of Gonzaga. And you know they're going to face off against? No, but you're going to tell me. Mike the Dream Dom. Okay, no. In South Dakota State. No, 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 no. You are not going to be one of these analysts who act like you've seen Mike you, Dom play all year Mike long. Mike Dom averages 23 points, 10 rebounds. reading off his stats. Shoots 44% from the three. Stop it. He's going to beat Ohio State. You're Stephen A. Smith right He's now. He's going to do it. Mike Dom and them boys. And then you and That Green might as well be the analysis. Francis Alonzo. And then they got some guy. I don't even remember his name. But this dude is a You and Green has just one guy. How are we still on the air? Who blocks everything? 
they have the rim protector of all rim protectors not named Sakanate. Eunice <laughs> Greensboro, Sweet 16. How did you manage to work him in here? Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. Save it into the final four. <laughs> all right. That's done. But that, enough. Davidson, Davidson, UNC. You are so far over your two minutes. West Virginia. I'm getting buried in takes. Charleston, final four. Speaking of buried in takes, guess who just, just tweeted us? I don't know. Jared Stillman. Shout out for listening to the show. <laughs> okay, thanks. Jared Stillman. Shall we embrace the... Well, this is not what he's tweeting. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> don't be mean. I, this is why I had to block this guy. What? <laughs> There's nothing I Why? hate. I don't care what your take is. I if, know. If you, if you like, don't tweet me. Like, call into the I'm show. glad he's listening. I, I don't know. I don't care. It's like, I don't care. I don't need it. Well, he simply wants to no, know his no, again no, this year. No, no, <laughs> no. No, no. You know, actually, I'm happy. You know what? Good thing for Louisville is. No, we got to talk about. No, I don't want to. <laughs> it turns out Louisville did get a postseason ban. Why? <laughs> Banished to the United States. Stop. I don't care. I just hate. We're not going to talk I just, about. Virginia. I hate when people tweet at us. So we don't care what their their opinion is. No. Well, I, is it is it bad that we're twenty? You're twenty five now. Yeah. I'm twenty four. We're already a point at a point in our careers where I just don't care what anybody else has to say about sports anymore. He had four hours today. I don't care. <laughs> Thank you for listening, Jared. We appreciate it. Julian, you have a take on Virginia. I don't, really I, choke. I'm not answering. These Embrace questions. debate. I'm not answering these questions. Out of protest. I, I, he, he listened last segment, clearly. So I already <laughs> told you. I have Virginia. I don't have in the Final Four because I have Davidson not. Stop yelling up. at me. Davidson's going to the Final Four. This is actually quite fortuitous that Jared Stillman decided to tweet in right oh, now. great. Because I, you picked a fight with Dick Vitale. No, I didn't. In the first hour. No, you didn't pick a fight with him. You just savaged a poor old man on television. Exactly. Proud of you. I have a fight to pick with... Bracketology. Bracketology is one of the, I say one of, because each sport has a form of this, right? In college basketball, it's bracketology. Great. In the NFL, it's the mock draft. Hey, man. Don't. Don't you dare. (laughs) I I don't want to. No. I'm warning you. Mock drafts. Woo. No. Love me a mock. So. I have my own bot coming up, by the way. And I shouldn't have exited out of this because I was getting ready to read a tweet from 1025 The Game about Willie Donick's bracketology. Willie Donick of Darren and Donick, who apparently you went after today. No, that's not true. For <laughs> That's not true. Did you accuse Willie of not watching Nevada? <laughs> yes or no? No. Don't lie to the people. No. <laughs> Why are you doing this with a microphone in front of you? You know this is being taped right Why are you bringing this up? Because... Willie Donick, and I don't have the tweet in front of me because I was trying to read Jared Stillman's tweet to us. Thank you again, Jared, for listening. <laughs> <laughs> They're not going to choke again to answer your question. <laughs> you couldn't help it. You couldn't help it. So, at 1025 The Game on Twitter yesterday, after the brackets were released, staff bracket analyst at Willie D 1025 got all but one at-large pick correct. Miss Syracuse swapped them for OK State. Check the timeline. For reference, Joe Lunardi, who did an outstanding job with details on seeds, etc., missed two. Jerry Palm from CBS also missed one. Now, Willie does take a great deal of time and pride in his bracketology. This is not an attack on Willie Donick. This is attack this is an attack on the science of bracketology. Because I love Willie, 
and I enjoy jo- Joe Lunardi on television, and I don't know Jerry Palm very well, but I'm sure he's good at his job. He's got weird hair. <laughs> <laughs> there, how, how legitimate of a science is bracketology? If Willie Donick, and I saw Stuart Mandel from The Athletic tweet out basically the same thing. Mm. If all of these guys can get within that close of the alleged experts, the alleged bracketology experts, how much does this crap actually matter? Uh, it doesn't. None. You know why? Whatsoever. Because none of the guys who do this are a part of the 13-member selection committee. It is literally the most mindless thing in the sport. Yeah, people gobble it up, though. Uh, why? Because you got to know, is Tennessee going to play at Nashville no, or not? No, the only... You have... <laughs> You gotta know. Do you know who, how happy I who's am? Who's gonna be the four we're gonna, number ones? We're gonna get distracted. We are so we are so off track, and I don't even care at this point because now I'm just looking for things to rail against in college basketball. Who Do you know how happy I am? Do you know? <laughs> Do you know how happy I am? Tennessee's not playing in Nashville or Kentucky for that matter. I'm not. I'm gonna be super bored watching these teams from Cincinnati. I don't care about play here. Uh, there's a great deal, many things that I care more about than the teams that are playing. in The Nashville. only thing that matters is Michael Porter Jr.'s here. I, I am so happy that Tennessee nor Kentucky are playing in Nashville because you know what a bane, what an affront, what an atrocity these blue and orange-laden pedal taverns Dude, are. I was just, oh, okay. I was about to say, like, I was just in St. Louis. So, like, I was surrounded by these people. So, it's not, like, anything new. No, I know. But I didn't have to deal with it this year. I want nothing to do with that. Oh, please. Regardless, I am furious with all the people who are upset by the bracketology, who take the bracketology seriously, and I know that I probably shouldn't be going at our own personal Twitter account, and I don't know who tweeted that out, but it's so ridiculous. I mean, for God's sakes, why are you putting so much, <laughs> so much, giving so much credence to something that is literally educated guessing? Educated nonetheless, like I said, this is not an attack on Willie Donick. This is not an attack on Joe Lunardi. It's only what they do for a living. <laughs> I feel like I should pass on this. <laughs> why? Because you already got in trouble today? <laughs> I feel like I should pass. <sighs> um, yeah. So Tennessee's not playing here because geographical preference. That's also another thing. That geographical you- preference. Mm-hmm. Where um, is Tennessee playing? Uh, in Dallas. But hey, it's okay. If they win in Dallas, they get to go play in Atlanta, which I spoke to one of their assistants who sat next to me while he was scouting the game there. Hashtag on, insider. On Saturday, and he was saying it'd be great. You know, we want to be in Nashville, but like if we can play in Atlanta, like we'll have a ton of fans there. He said either Nashville or Atlanta will have a ton of fr- fans. And I've been saying, you know, now for the last couple of days, you Tennessee fans, you know, throw away your hard-earned money to go watch your terrible football team play Georgia Tech on Labor Day night in Atlanta. Maybe you can, you know, break the piggy bank again. I'm sure the piggy, it's been like seven months. I'm sure the piggy has um, gotten fat again, so you can open the piggy. What are you talking about? I don't even know. (laughs) Are you really? We have one more segment. Are you already out of things? I'm not out of things. I wanted to talk about my upsets. No, I'm not doing this. You won't let me do it. Cap, go to break. We'll be back after this. Don't go to break. Julian Council. Kyle Tucker for SEC Country, who covers Kentucky, he he wrote a column, I coincidentally named a starting five, um, that he was writing about. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Slow down. Everybody stop for just a second. Run that by me one more time. 
Kyle Tucker, mm-hmm. who covers uh, Kentucky. Correct. For uh, SEC Country. Yes, got that. I uh, wrote it a couple weeks ago. Coincidentally, in a column called The Starting Five. Called the what? I'm sorry? Buck Rising. <laughs> starting. What is your Monday and Friday college basketball column called? SEC Starting Five. Like, how do you think these things are going to get by me? <laughs> and honestly, I wonder if I'm the only one that notices just because I know what kind of person you are, that you're able to slip these things past everybody else, that you would think that I would not notice how big a fraud you are solely because you come in here and regurgitate other people's takes to me on a regular basis. And when you get your own college basketball column, not once, but twice a week, ladies and gentlemen, bi-weekly, you can't even come up with an original name. Shocking. Shocking that that would be the case. <laughs> this is Technically Foul with Buck Rising and Julian Council. Do you know what my greatest fear was today? Failing? <laughs> well, listen. Our greatest fear is not that we're inadequate. I think... Is that we are powerful beyond measure. <laughs> Marianne Williamson. I forget the rest of it. It's like a super long quote. Don't say we didn't do nothing. Coach Carter, baby. The <laughs> Tino Cruz. Did you really just Tino Cruz? The last segment of this train wreck, and you're quote, you're so out of material that you're quoting <laughs> Coach Carter, a terrible Samuel L. Jackson. What? Movie. Terrible. What? Terrible. You didn't like Coach Carter? It was an awful movie. Coach Carter was one of the biggest Oscar snobs in the history of the Academy. There are- <laughs> the fact that Timo Cruz did not earn. Best actor in a supporting role is out of bounds. There are so few good sports movies. I watched. Oh, Woj got snubbed. Oh, no. (laughs) Some guy named Neil Cavuto is apparently the notable alum from St. Bonaventure, not Woj, Adrian Wojnarowski from ESPN.com, who just donated 10 grand to the university so that students could get busted to Dayton. (laughs) (laughs) Woj got snubbed by his own employer. I hope. I hope one day. That you do, in fact, make it in this industry. <laughs> and that you get snubbed by somebody so obscure, such as yourself at this point in your career, that you have no idea who you are. That That is what I wish every night before I go to sleep. Wait, what? I'm already going through a quarter-life crisis as is. Now an identity crisis? Big 25 hurting you that bad? Man, it's just like, where is the time gone? <laughs> Not fast enough during these two hours, well, ladies and gentlemen. Last, like last night, I'm let me tell I'm you, I'm watching Steph Curry highlights of him just just doing it up on Wisconsin back in 08. I'm like, wow, that was ten years ago. Where has time gone? I just did my best Braden Gall impression. I tried to adjust my microphone while it was still on. Oh, that <laughs> <laughs> it makes no sense. <laughs> All right, folks, it's time for my final no, four pitch. No, 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 no. Listen. What? Listen to me very closely. They came here for Final Four. No, picks. they did not. Then they're clearly unfamiliar with our work. My, f- they're not familiar with the work because we're not on from seven to nine. And also, a lot of people. Can I? I haven't said this yet. I've been meaning to get this in. Oh, really? Yeah. A lot of people have asked. There's something me, that you haven't got a chance to. A work lot in. of people have been like, Julian. Like, so you lost your second hour on Saturdays. Like, what's the deal there? It's like I don't know, man. Signmychange.org. And we have a thousand signatures. I'm what did you just say? Change.org? That may be a stupider petition than the people who are trying to get at MTSU in the tournament with a petition. Me trying to educate people through Sports Talk Radio? I can't. And entertain? You? And enlighten? Anybody trying to be educated through the medium of Sports Talk Radio <laughs> is doing it. Wrong. We're going to save the world one listener at a time, apparently. Let me tell you. But no, what I was trying to get to is because people have asked me about the second hour on Saturday. Nobody's asked. By the way, Julian Counts' show from 9 to 10 a.m. right here on ESPN 125 The Game on Saturday. God, you're disgusting. Um, 
other people have been like, hey, Julian, like, there's a lot of nights in one spot of the game from like seven to nine where like there's no one on. Like, mm-hmm. why, why aren't you hosting that time? Well, here I am, folks. I'm here. Because you've done a splendid job. You're welcome. So far. Well, well that's what You've Debbie, been at your best. That's what, hey, tweet earlier in the show. What from did you Debbie. do today? You guys are killing me. Love the show. Have fun listening on my drive home from work. I am not tweeting and driving. I had made a, had to make a stop on the way home. Well, yeah, that's because when we run out of material, I just default to making fun of you. So I'm just saying, look, clearly, the Julian Council Army is strong. <laughs> I still can't get over the fact that we're as their tur- as the rejoin is playing, you looked at Steve Lehman's tweet and said, "Bah, Lehman's got to call him up on News Channel Five. <laughs> he does. I've got a take column for you, Layman. Five minutes. My reaction next. <laughs> <laughs> you are so gross. Okay, so let's get to this Final Four. If we have to. Yeah. I There is nothing that renders analysis more irrelevant than the picking of games. Didn't, what do you want? We haven't gone after Rothstein. You want to go after Rothstein? Yeah, let's go after Rothstein. I'd much rather do that. That's way better radio than who we're, who we're picking in the Final Four. Like any kind of prediction. Predictions are... Just as dumb as bracketology because they're the same bleeping thing. They don't mean anything. What am I going to do? I'm going to sit out here. If you'd have had your druthers, would we have sit druthers. sat here? Yeah, you know what that means. Is that pants? Because I'm wearing pants. <laughs> Actually, jeans from J Crew. <gasps> I just remember. If you'd have had, your I should have got a J Crew birthday coupon. If you'd have had your way, yeah, we would have sat here, yeah, for two hours, yeah, and filled out brackets together, yeah, and then. Embrace debate. Yeah. What makes what you wanted to do yeah. better than you shooting down Jared Stillman's yeah. question about will Virginia choke again? I just don't like questions. I, I Oh, unless you come up with them. I'm, Even though you spent the spe- segment previous addressing. I'm the, <laughs> I'm the captain now. I'm the sheriff. All right. Rothstein. If you follow college basketball, if you are as into the sport as we are, and you may not be as into the sport as we are, but if you follow college basketball and the people who are involved in college basketball and the teams around college basketball, you are familiar with John Rothstein's Twitter. Do you have John Rothstein's Twitter up? I don't. I think I blocked him. John Rothstein (laughs) is is a college basketball insider. So they say. For CBS Sports Network. Yeah, and WFAN and And WFAN. And whatever fan rag sports is. Chill. Oh, really? You're going to go after fan rag sports I'm, after you plagiarized the SEC starting five? I didn't. You did? No. His was called the like starting that's five. Laziest Mine was called peak. the SEC starting five. Yeah. I had never heard of Kyle Tucker or SEC country. <laughs> so wait, your default is just to go turn around and, never heard of him. and poop on other people. I've never heard of this guy. Because- <laughs> 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 All right. Air your grievances with Rothstein, because I'm not picking games. All right. Um, so, out of the South region, I'm going to go Virginia. <laughs> you know, I've been hearing it. There's people asking me on Twitter, Jared Stillman to be one, ah. asking me, is Virginia going to choke this year? They're not going to choke. This Virginia team, best defense. It's just like a boa constrictor, man. They just, they just constrict you, just keep squeezing and squeezing and squeezing. I hope you feel good about what and, you're doing right and you now. Can't, and you can't get a shot off. And it's got to be frustrating, you think. And when you have a guy named Kyle Guy, there's no way you can lose. His last name is Guy. What? That's what you need in a tournament. You need guys. This is going to be the analysis. You need guys who can get you buckets when other guys can't do it, and they have Kyle Guy. Say Guy like that one more time. Guy. If my headphone cord wasn't so short, I would leap across this console and smack you across the mouth. Hey, look. You're sitting on the air. This is live radio. I know. So if you threaten me. 
that's voicing a threat, which is, I think, a misdemeanor. Oh, so It's problematic. Mm-hmm, so be careful. People are actually listening for once. It'd be worth it. Virginia. <laughs> I'm going to have North Carolina coming out of the West. I don't care. Uh, Midwest, Michigan State. Because why not? Because you know, didn't you just you literally just put on Twitter my bracket is going to be the opposite of chalk? No, I asked people what's the opposite of tra- chalk because that's my bracket. And so far, my bracket is, has not been. What's the opposite of chalk? I said my bracket is Davidson, UNCG, Charleston, Cal State, Florida. That's not what you just read to me. Oh, is that not what I said? No. Oh, well, that's what I meant to say. I hate you so much right now. <laughs> <laughs> all right, in all serious smoke, in all seriosity, folks, seriosity. Seriosity, Virginia, Carolina, Michigan State, and Villanova. With Virginia and Michigan State, wahoo wah, national champs. For as much as you rail against Izzo, you are awfully high on them. I'm not high on them. I'm just not picking Duke. And Kansas is going to lose. Is going to lose NC State. So, who else do I pick? I well, Charleston, <laughs> which is what I'm picking. That right there should tell you how big a joke all of this is. What you just do? You feel good about the radio that we just did the past two segments? Well, you're the one who ran out of ideas. I've been trying to tell you. I like, didn't run out of like, ideas. You pe- didn't want to talk about no the one. FBI. I went through an entire two hours nearly without mentioning Clayton Custer. <laughs> Nobody knows who that is. Exactly. That's why I was supposed to educate them. Clayton Custer, by the way, folks, <laughs> is the Larry Bird Missouri Valley Player of the Year. Oh, you for Loyola of Chicago. Unbearable. You know what that means when no, someone's a Larry knows. Bird Missouri Valley Player of the Year? Nobody. But They're us one knows of the toughest means. SOBs in the country. And I'm telling you right now, guys, Clayton Custer, Loyola Chicago. If you're a Tennessee fan, <laughs> I hope you use a bathroom when you wake up in the morning. <laughs> Otherwise, you're going to be peeing yourself because Clayton Custer is coming for you. This is what we've resulted to. This is what happens when he runs out of material. This is why he wants to pick games because he can just shout nonsense into the microphone I got a and lot. hope that somebody is listening. I have and a by lot. the way, what? the fact that people take your your opinion on Twitter seriously, mm-hmm. like these people that are tweeting you about your brackets, yeah. this is why I hate sports radio. Why? <laughs> because of people like you. Like, do, you do, do you think? After the two hours that we just did, almost two hours, oh. our time is coming to a close. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that what we did tonight was good? Turn off the lights. The party's over. <laughs> um, you know, like we, I would not have us back. Why are you? See, you are hell bent on not being on the radio. Or I'm just trying to. I'm chasing stardom. <laughs> I'm chasing stardom. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. And you know you know who actually I really want to get to was oh, Arkansas. Well, we don't have time. Arkansas, Macon Barford, and my boy, Daniel You already Gafford. talked about Arkansas. Have I? Okay. You've already proclaimed your Arkansas. All right. Your love for Arkansas on Twitter. Well, there's got to be someone else I can talk about real quick. Well, we're not going to do that because we're going to go. Yeah, you know what? Nevada. That'll do it for Nevada's us Nevada's coming to Nashville. Check them out. <laughs> That'll do it for us today. Mike Dom. If you like what you just heard. Grayson Allen. If you did not consider it to be ear poison, did not trip it. You can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Stitcher. Just to cut his butt, his took us on thegamenashville.com. Didn't mean to do it. If you listen and subscribe and add the podcast, folks, just calm down. Please rate and review. Five stars are always appreciated. He's just a kid. <laughs> he will be back, maybe next Wednesday. Boy meeting world and all March long. Man meeting brutality. So. For Julian Council. It's just not fair. I'm Buck Rising. Coach K loves him. And this has been Technically Fair. He's gone through it all!
Davidson. <laughs>